Hi, I'm Melissa Meter, and this is the Synchrosoma Podcast. Remember to subscribe. Find me at Instagram at Synchrosoma. My email is synchrosoma at gmail.com and on the web, synchrosoma.com. We've all heard of karma as this sort of payback for past wrongs or rights, maybe, Um, even past life karma. And I, I think it's a fine concept. My podcast about heaven and hell kind of speak a little bit to where I'm headed with this also, the the real cure for karma, though I'm not going to pretend that this is a simple thing, this is a, a lifelong practice, is to become embodied in present time in the now. From the center of the circular model of time, where we're in now, we have vantage on our past, present, future, the unknown, birth, death, all the different kind of time markers, when we get into the center, we're into our witness consciousness. We're observing, we're checking it out. Maybe we're even doing some shadow stalking and some recapitulation of past. For example, something I did that was unconscious to somebody else or something that someone else did to me that was unconscious on their part from this witness position or the center of the circle of time in now embodied presence, I can just simply contain the whole, my experience, the other's experience, what I did, what they did, all of it is contained in me as, even though I'm the center of the circle, it's, it's as if my witness consciousness is an expansion that contains the all. And in this way, um, I could be modeling all of this in my mind and not really doing it somatically or through my soma. But if I do do this with feeling, I am doing more than mimicking a container. I'm actually feeling the web of connection to my personal layer self and my universal self, which is like connected to super soul or source paramatman my my big my big self and my small self in connection i'm not going to say that this is some sort of a cure for karma however i i do want to say that there's this in this consciousness training of us developing capacity to be in the center, centered. You know, we use that word getting centered. That's what it's about. It's about getting present in the moment and embodied, which means feeling more than thinking. Our thinking mind is very easily co-opted by uh, inorganic entities like Watiko or just undervoiced thoughts uh, about other people, sort of um, negativity, and lack of love. If we're embodied, we have access to heart. And then this this connection to super soul, we have 
all so much more capacity. We're actually expanded beyond time and space at this point when we have that connection. We can feel the truth of who we truly are when we're in that embodied now. Being in the center of the circle is not a cure for karma. But what happens when we get there is we no longer have an attachment to curing karma or making karma. That means psychologically or in this heart-accessed place, there's really not a concern for that. So what takes place? What or what takes its place? If we're not concerned with doing good or doing bad or our unconscious past or somebody else's unconscious in my past or whatever's going to happen in my future, what takes the place of all of that concern if I'm in presence and embodied? What's there? I'm going to suggest that this is the true exploration and path when we get out of the future tripping or being on the linear time model and we're in this place of embodiment and center and getting deeper and deeper truth of who we truly are, we have access to the heart path. And that is where the thing opens up into a realm that we couldn't even conceive of with our puny mind in linear time can't even can't even begin to conceive of it with puny mind it has to be felt and experienced it has to be through this embodied somatic dropping into soma and evolving the opening of heart we take a real you know life example of a polarized argument say me and somebody else if i get into this center of time where I'm not so concerned with my side of the argument or the other's side of the argument, and I literally feel my heart or access this heart path, a whole new possibility opens up between this self and other, the small self and other, the two that I'm um, concerned about when I'm in myself. If I'm embodied and I'm in, a, in centering and in heart and I'm containing the meaning of, of self and other just totally transforms, it, it's going to transform. And if we take that to any scale we want, whether it's some huge pattern in my life, some world problem, uh, the, the, the one of the deepest complex issues we can contemplate, death or incarnation, why we're even here and what happens when we die, or the um, fear or horror that we consider death. If we're in center in here and we're in heart, we're, we're not only embodied and, and in our soma, but we're working with the, the specific heart opening or cracking open of heart, then something like the ultimate problem of being trapped in the matrix or incarnating or the, the, the future tripping fear around death has a different flavor, a different consistency from here. It takes on a whole different 
purpose. It's now where we like to go with all of this. It's now in the symbolic we can have a symbol. This is all a symbol. The whole waking dream, the whole sleeping de- dream, both of them are comprised of symbols. And as an archetypal somatic coach, my purpose or mission here is to convey that. Hi, quick interruption. My new course, Shadow Stalking 101, is designed to help students of shadow work transform their lives through somatic integration practices that evolve soul and unlock true purpose in life. There are three modules, the overworld, the underworld, and the worlds in between, and with over 20 practices and guided meditations, presentations and a host of writings and journal prompts and exercises and practices to take with you, you will develop the skills and the somatic awareness in order to become a shadow stalker. You'll find a link in the show notes to the course Shadow Stalking 101. Go get that now and be ready to completely transform and reimagine the world around you. And now back to the episode. That this is a symbolic realm. So I can get into the center of the circle of time in the now embodied, connecting with my soma, feeling my opening heart, and then I can bring into my circle or my container any symbol I want, myself in the personal other in the personal, any part of the 3D matrix, uh, a complex problem like incarnation or death, and I can start to decode. That's what I like to call the, the, the mind from this place, the decoding mind, which is intuition informed by intelligence, true intelligence, not monkey mind or future tripping mind. But I can start to decode in a different way. Now, what and why am I decoding? Well, if I have access to source or super soul from here in my heart, I am going to be receiving data in a different way. The, The body antenna is going to be receiving data, which we can't do when we're looping and locked in mind. When we're disembodied, we're in mind. It's as if we we cut off at the neck and we're up there in mind. We just don't have access. That is not the antenna. The mind is not the antenna. Now, the, the, the decoding mind can take up residence there in our head and be, that's where words are and all of that kind of stuff can be very helpful once monkey mind is sort of um, attended to with different practices and techniques. Decoding mind takes up residence and does some stuff with this data. So decoding mind is going to be in constant communication with the body antenna or body wisdom or body mind. It's not going to be a disconnected, disembodied thinking, which is what our wetechoic or um, infected mind tends to do. The actual technique here is somatic 
awareness, the big giant leap of humankind is to leap across the great divide of mind into body. This is what is missing from elementary school, all institutions, communication in couples, uh, any kind of a workplace, any kind of an organization or group, um, activist organizations, religions, uh, even the even the practice of yoga, hatha yoga, which you see out there in the world, which is very sort of image centric at the at the moment. All of these um, practices or places or dynamics can be completely transformed and aided by the great leap into soma and the result which is going to be opening heart. It's just going to naturally happen. You really don't even have to try. You're going to naturally have a result of heart beginning to crack open if we leap into soma. We did we take the 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 journey and for a lot of us it's very painful because there's been a lot of pain stored in there. So it's helpful to have a guide, you know, somebody who has awareness of somatic uh, trauma, you know, trauma that's held in body, any kind of somatic coaching, um, you know, that it, it does help to have some sort of a guide if it's, if there's a lot stored in there. And um, I recommend that. And the whole reason that I even have this sort of a mission to transmit these details and this path, the heart path and, and getting embodied and recapitulating our traumatic past and all of this is because we're actually here for a reason and a purpose. And a lot of this stuff, some scars or the echoes from these past traumas can cover up our mission. And we are here for a mission, and and regardless of karma from the past or the the you know past life or past, we still have a mission, and so we get to no matter what kind of um, suffering we're experiencing right now, we all get to jump into the center of the circle of time into the now, be embodied, make a choice to do that. We get to choose. We don't have to continue to play out karmic um, games in an unconscious way, we can just kind of choose to do it differently and get into our center where we have a lot more access to data from directly from super soul and start to act in the world, take right action in the world that, that does something way bigger than say, um, amending the past. Making amends is a totally good thing to do. I'm not suggesting that you just run around and do stuff and not apologize or something. I'm What I'm suggesting is that beyond our awareness of our personal life and our past lives and other things like that, there's something that's a lot bigger that's available to us, that's sort of out of the whole linear time model that's 
that has to do with this heart opening and heart path and mission and our our right action and and really having a effect that we're meant to have once those sorts of things are attended to. And the idea of getting into now as sort of an antidote for karma is that from now, if we are not in concern for our own suffering or any kind of suffering, then we do have this this chance to make the world much more beautiful, which is, you know, the whole point of having good karma is to be in a place of less suffering. So I guess in the end, it does do what it, um, what, what a good life does anyway, which is, is give us a better experience of our reality. Thank you for listening to the Synchrosoma podcast. I'm Melissa Meter, and you can find me here each week with another journey into the known, the unknown, and the worlds in between. If you'd like to get in touch and find out more about what I do, coaching and courses, contact me at synchrosoma at gmail.com, and you can find me on Instagram at synchrosoma. See you next time. Organically Grown on Podcast Farm.